0: Is it that I really need to be that clear on who like my ideal like dating partner is, who my ideal customer is? Or is it that I need to know what my values are so clearly that I'm not willing to compromise them even 1% for anyone? December 25th, 2018, it was our first Christmas in our new million dollar home. I checked all the boxes that promised me real freedom. I had a booming business, raving fans, money, assets, and yeah, I was still sitting there on the couch pretending that I was watching that Christmas movie with my family while I was choking down the poison of anxiety. I still felt like that desperate kid who would take her clothes off for money, the kid who nearly overdosed to try to prove her worth to her friends, the kid that got pregnant at 19. I felt stuck. Like, I was stuck the sands of time. I did all the right things, all the things that promised me freedom, and it didn't add up. I realized a few things. I was still checking someone else's box. This was going to be an inside job, and I would do whatever it took to never feel that way again. Consider this podcast the rebranded, revamped, cool-ass version of Alternative School. Alternative School for the unruly entrepreneur. This is for the innovators, the creators, the world changers, the service-minded, and those who want the details on how to create a business that really, truly, finally fucking sets you free. I'm your host, Andrea Crowder, and welcome the Unruly Entrepreneur Podcast. Let's go to the show. Today's episode, I'm going to be responding to a voicemail that I received from a listener. Nadia sent in a message asking about an internal conflict that she's feeling um, in her business around whether she feels like It's okay for her to make money in the way that she does. And I want to answer this today because I feel like, ah, this is such a beautiful conversation about values and what are we willing to do to make money? And at the end of it, how do we want to feel? And do we want, do we, when we look back, are we going to be glad to have done it? So I'm super thankful for Nadia to send in this voicemail. I'm going to play that for you guys now and then I will respond to her.
1: Hello, beautiful Andrea. Um, I recently attracted a dream work opportunity um, in the country that I am living in now, which is Spain. Um, mind you, I don't speak Spanish and I don't know how to drive, but um, I found somebody crazy enough who wants to employ me as a real estate agent um, anyway. And real estate has been my obsession for years, and this thing seemingly just fell into my lap, and I was so excited about the opportunity. Um, as things are progressing now, I'm finding, um, a sort of internal conflict in me, because I live in a very, um, touristy city on the coast, and when I tell people, locals, Spanish people, that I work in real estate, um, they raise, you know, very valid points about, gentrification, about how locals are unable to afford to buy and own property in their own city. And that has me feeling like I'm contributing to a problem. So now there's this, you know, on the one hand, it's my dream. And on the other hand, I feel like shit um, when I tell people that this is what I'm doing now. And I was wondering um, if you could speak to that or give me some advice On how to resolve this conflict so I don't feel like I'm contributing to a problem whilst following my dream. Thank you. Many businesses
0: over the years and have had to face this question. You know, when I started um, a brand in the clothing industry years ago, dealing with um, fast fashion and where we sourcing our materials and how do they get dyed and um, how does this contribute to landfills? And then my physical product, um, company freak, you know, the containers, the packaging, the recycling potential, and, um, the overall impact that it has on, um, on our home in the United States, but also the earth. And, and then there's the conversation about like keeping jobs in the U S and like, do we source anything from other countries? Do we keep it all you source from the U S and like, there's so, there's so many opportunities for us as entrepreneurs to release really it down and get clear on what are our values. And so what I would do is I would start with, if nothing in, is right and nothing is wrong, we take moralistic programming completely off of the table. And I just sat with my heart and I said, what matters to me? If I looked back at this in 10 years, what would I be glad to have done? What can I reminisce upon and feel good about? And here's also what I want to say is like, there's always an opportunity to get exactly what we want and the way that we want it if we're willing to ask the right questions. So if you were to get clear on who am I, what do I want, where am I going, how do I want it to feel? What values matter? You guys, most entrepreneurs, and I'm telling you, even seven-figure entrepreneurs, a lot of them have no idea what values you, they stand for. In fact, I, I watch so many businesses get burnt to the ground. In fact, I've been I've been studying this a lot lately because I've I mentioned on a previous podcast, I'm lo- launching a, um, a program called Known. Um, there's going to be a live component and a digital component to this, and it's all about Giving people more staying power in a way to where you're not feeling that internal emotional conflict in your business around who you are, what you stand for, cancel culture, how your team perceives you, how you perceive yourself, et cetera, et cetera. And what I find most of the time is those people who walk away were never clear on their values. This is the one common denominator that I have found consistently is people built businesses where they were not clear on what their values were in the first place. So then they found themselves in a business that was not sustainable because it came at too great of an energetic cost. This is literally everything that I stand for. How can we build businesses? How can we follow our dreams like Nadia said and and have a business that does not come at an energetic cost. It comes at an energetic gain. That's what we're all thinking that it will happen for us in the first place because we start off with these big visions and then we're like, okay, I want to go here. I want it to look like this. It's going to feel like this. It's going to be magical. But then all of a sudden along the way, the decisions that we make, we're making from a compromised state because it's like, well, I have to take this kind of business because I can't get that kind of business. I have to say yes to building it this way because I couldn't actually do it that way. Is that true or is it that you don't have the evidence yet? And if you don't have the evidence yet, where could you acquire it? Here's the opportunity and here is what will give you staying power. It will give you um, an en- a business that you can energetically sustain for a lifetime. I can't even imagine retirement because my business like gives it gives me so much energy for someone to be like you can't work your business today i would be like fuck off i'm a liberated woman <laughs> i can do whatever the fuck i want to because i love it i love it i won't you guys know one of the one of the most Sincere values that I stand for, and I preach this to you because I hope you'll take this value and bring it into your own business too. Is I won't take a penny from pressure, only pleasure. So, my opportunity for all of you, and thank you, Nadia, especially you, is like, what are the values that you stand for? If you zoom out and look at what you've done in the last 10 years, what will you be glad to have done? And if there needs to be a change right now. And you're like, shit, I just moved to a new place or I just signed this contract or I just said yes to this job or I just quit this old job or whatever. There's time. This isn't a problem. It's an opportunity. I look at this, like you guys know, I love to use like dating references now that this is my life. But what I've noticed in my personal life and dating is that the faster that I say no to what's not for me, the faster that the universe brings me a better option. And I'm like, whoa, I can't wait to actually get into the details of this because like the lessons have been so impactful for my business because I've just been astounded with like I don't want to. I just want to say, I'll say it like this. I've been astounded with how fast the universe will bring me better matches, better for me, not according to society standards, but better for me. Even like matches where I'm like, wow, I would have never put that on. You know, everybody's like, well, create your manifesting list and like think about who your dream partner would be. Like if you're we do this with our ideal customer and I was like, yeah, I guess I should do that for dating too and get really clear. And then I'm looking at, okay, is it that I really need to be that clear on who like my ideal, like dating partner is, who my ideal customer is, or is it that I need to know what my values are so clearly that I'm not willing to compromise them even 1% for anyone. And so I had this interesting opportunity earlier this year to say no to something that was really great because there was a conflict in values. It was hard. Part of me was like, am I making the right decision? And I was like, Andrea, this is everything you stand for in your whole life. This is is the right decision. Every single time that I do that professionally or personally, the universe is like, oh, we didn't get you a match, here's a better one. And something better and more perfect comes along. So, whether this is your personal life, whether you're shopping for a house, whether you are starting a business, whether you're selling a product, whether you are dating, whether it doesn't matter, the decisions, the decisions that we're most glad to have made are the decisions that are in clear alignment with the values that matter most to us. When we hold that standard so fiercely and we say, no, the universe serves us something else better fast. At least that's been my personal experience because I'm so sharp and so decisive with it. I'm like, that's, that was not it conflict of values. I don't need to say like my ideal customer or my ideal date or like my ideal part, whatever, like my ideal relationship looks like this, this, and this, and like micromanage every single little details of like how they show up, what they say, what they, nope. Here's my values. Is there a match here? So my values are like Honesty, no matter what, this comes personal and professional. If you can't show up and you can't tell me the truth, I've said this to team members before. I'm like, if you can't tell me the truth, you're out. I don't care if you fucked up. I don't care if you've made mistakes. Nobody holds space for someone on this planet better than I do if you've made a mistake. And I have so many witnesses to say, I love fucking up around Andrea because she makes me feel so loved Even when I've made a mistake. But you lie to me? Knife emoji, you're cut. (laughs) I don't fuck with false energy. I don't fuck with facade. Ooh, I like that. I don't fuck with facade. So these are some of the values where I'm like, okay. Are we telling each other the truth? Can I make decisions from pleasure, not pressure? Can I make decisions that, so for me, like another one that has to do with community is like, can we all get wealthy together? I have an amazing um, affiliate plan. Like my team gets paid well and they get to sell my programs and like double dip into the affiliate program too. Like and and like bonus structures and all the things. And so like, I stand for like, we all grow wealth together and I'm going to give you all the resources and all the abilities. I will teach you how to fish better than anybody has ever taught you. And I will make sure that you have all the tools and then I will support you when you do it well. And when you don't, I will love you so fiercely my middle name, is my My full name is Andrea. Remind you who the fuck you are, Crowder. <laughs> so when you are down, I am going to see you up already. And I will wait for you to join me in that vision. So like, these are the values that I stand for. I, I have so many. I'm so clear. I know exactly what they are. I could list them all to you guys for, for hours. But, you know, in my physical product companies, like my value is like, to do our best without compromising being able to actually impact the customer. So were we have we been perfect with all of our packaging? Can everything be easily recycled? Nope, not yet. Mostly, yes. 100% no. Is our intention always to do better? Yes. So we start with Here's the opportunity for what we have to begin. And then as we make more money and we scale and we have more partners and we have more leverage and we have like we, we tap in other people's networks and we find different containers and components and and all of that to be able to make this better, we will. Did we start perfectly? No. Will we always grow and always aim and intend and take? action and research to be able to get, to be able to improve that? Absolutely. It matters, but it won't stop me from using the product or service to be able to help the customer. Now, I can't say what's right and what's wrong here in this particular case, because that's not up to me. I feel like I would be overstepping because this isn't about my values. This isn't about moralistic programming or about what the world says is correct. This is about intuition. Like, where do you belong? Where is God guiding you? If God is guiding you into this territory to be able to sell homes, who is God Did you ask? Who is God guiding you to sell homes to? I don't know. I can't answer that question for you. Only your intuition can. So I understand like what the community is saying to you. And what I love about this is the community has offered you an opportunity to look at your values, make sure you even know what they are, get super clear on them, become relentless about holding the standard for these values and knowing that when you do, the right doors will open. Does that mean that everyone in the... So here's what I would do if this were me. I would look at, okay, well, if I didn't want to sell to foreigners, I only wanted to sell to locals, who would my ideal customer be? It would be the person that could afford it. (laughs) Can everyone afford to, to buy in their own area? No. But could I make that clarification in my own business and say, but if I could find the people who live here and could afford it, where would they be? Who would I talk to? What would I know? Where would I go? What would I do? Where would I begin? There's always a way to get what we want in the way that we want it, if we're willing to ask the right question. I love you guys. I can't wait to hear your feedback on this. Thank you, Nadia, for sending this in. Also drop um, or check out the link in show notes I mentioned um, known is coming out. We are finally getting ready to launch this amazing program. Um, so link in bio, if you, if you guys want to get onto the wait list for this, we're going to have two components. Like I said, we're going to have a live component where we're going to have five people in a private mastermind with me throughout the end of the year. But then we're also going to have a digital access component where kind of similar to my programs like WAP, Regulate, Amore, Money, where some of the work that I'm going to do with people individually in this mastermind, um, you guys will be able to kind of do on your own at a lighter capacity. So because there's only I'm going to be five groups. I want this to be very intimate and I want time and space to be able to serve each person. And I just know my limitations as far as um, what would feel like pleasure versus pressure. Could I open that up and serve so many more people? Yes, but I checked in. I went up and down on a scale of like noticing in my body. This is such a great learning lesson for you guys. Noticing in my body where I felt strength and noticing when the strength started to dip. The strength started to dip anywhere over five. And I was like, perfect. It's five. It's not about the money for me. I'm going to make plenty of money. Don't anybody worry about me. Nobody write home to mama and say, poor Andrea, she's going to be struggling financially because she can only take five people. (laughs) There's always a way to get what we want in the way that we want it if we're willing to ask the right questions. So, um, if you guys are interested in learning more about the, the program known, this program is really about, um, make uh, supporting you and feeling really clean around like visibility, um, around for yourself, but also for other people, like fear of cancel culture, um, leading a mission, afraid that you know something that I've dealt with on my own and worked through personally too is like as I scale and I grow, you know, a f- like fear that maybe people that I that I love that are in my more intimate circle are going to resent me. These are real things that we face as leaders, and um, they're there's. There are things that I'm not willing to let me slow down because the vision that I have for this brand, for the community that I that I serve is so much bigger than those fears. And so I can't make clear decisions about where I'm going. I don't want anything to slow me down. And so what I'm doing is I'm removing these little pebbles from my shoes so that, it, like fucking Forrest Gump, I can keep running. <laughs> and I can't, nobody's gonna stop me. And, um, and my stage is only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And so I want to share all of the things that I'm doing to remove those pebbles, all of the systems that I'm putting into place to surround me, to, um, be able to, um, to be able to have greater capacity for more visibility and more service. And so, um, those are going to be the things that go into known for the people who are like, I know that I'm here for this mission. I know that I'm here to serve a fuck ton of people. I know that I'm here to be visible. And also there's still little things that like, I feel pebbles in my shoe. You've probably been running with them anyway. You're the kind of person that's like, I feel them, they're there. I'm still running. What I want to say to you is that I can remove those pebbles for you. You can keep running, you just don't have to keep running with the irritation that you've been feeling along the way. And we can um, eliminate those blisters so that you can actually run in it to feel really, really good if you're not a runner and hated that analogy, pick your own. <laughs> I'm not a runner either, but I'm like, I just feel like that metaphor really worked and made sense. Okay. I love you guys. Drop that, check that link in the show notes, get yourself on the wait list, and then you'll get information as far as like the availability of the life component or the digital component. And I can't wait to see you guys in known. As always, Andrea dropped the mic. I'm Lorelai Taylor, COO of The Unruly Entrepreneur. If you enjoyed listening, please follow, review, and share with your friends. As always, anything mentioned in the show will be detailed in the show notes. And to keep up with everything going on with Andrea, check her out at love Crowder on Instagram and check her links for some fun surprises too. Thanks for listening. We're so glad you're here.